helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Certified Christian Counselor and Director of Ottawa's Elam Counseling Services. Hi, I'm Michael Hart, President of Elam Counseling Services, and I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Life Transformation, a Christian counseling radio show where chains are broken and lives are transformed. As usual, we, we have an interesting show lined up for you you today, and today we'll be, be talking about why Christmas may be a time of depression and how to cope, a time of depression or a time of sadness. So uh, when we think of Christmas, we often think about this happy time of the year, but for many people, Christmas is really a time of sadness. So this show, you wanted to just talk a little bit about some of the reasons why uh, Christmas might be a sad time for many people and what can be done to cope. But before I do that, I would just like to give up, give out our contact information again because I realized I didn't do it at the, the beginning of last show. So you might have been listening to the podcast and saying, oh, these ideas sound great or I want to contact, you know, uh, Elim, but I'm not sure how to do that. So uh, our website is Elim, E-L-I-M, as in man, counseling with two L's, ministry.com, elimcounselingministry.com. And you can call us at 613-699-1677. I'd also love if you would interact with us through social media. On our website, we have links to, to Twitter. We have links to Facebook. And there are ways in which you can comment about the radio show on Facebook or you can uh, ask questions uh, on on Facebook so that we can interact with you about questions that you may have or comments, enlightening comments that you may have because you may be an expert in some of those areas and you might want to share your insight for others as well. So again, I want to thank you for, for joining us on the Live Transformation Radio Show. And with me in studio today is the happy Melissa <laughs> Good. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, Michael. It's great to be back. Mm-hmm. And so for the sake of our listeners' ears, I will not break into song and start singing Christmas <laughs> is the most wonderful time of the year because I think I will induce depression in many. God has given me many gifts. Singing is not one of them. Um, but for many people, when you think of Christmas, they think it's happy and joyous and there's turkey and presents and everyone's smiling and it's awesome. But there's a lot of people out there that I think uh, you've described it as they look forward to it as uh, as much as they look forward to going to the dentist for a root canal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for many people out there, whether they want to admit it publicly, Christmas isn't fun. It it often causes a sense of sadness or depression. And what we really, I think, want to do in this show is highlight some of the reasons why people feel this way during Christmas and hopefully give some tips on how they can cope with these feelings. Um, and for people in their life, maybe give them some awareness of not everyone's happy at this time of year and give them some insights into why. So off this top, can you give some examples as to why people may not look to Christmas as the most wonderful time of the year? There are a number of different reasons, but let me start with one common one is that uh, for people who have had uh, loss of a loved one, like uh, people whose loved ones have died and they're going through Christmas, Christmas is a reminder that that person is no longer Mm -hmm. there. There is that seat that is vacant. There are those gifts that are not under the tree because that person is no longer around. So Christmas uh, being this time of when when families get together, the, the, the absence of deceased loved ones speaks very loudly. 
during that time. And so uh, people are triggered into this state of sadness when they realize that they're the, the person that they loved would always be there at Christmas is no longer there. So this can be a very, very difficult time. I think it is particularly very difficult for people who are going through the first Christmas mm-hmm. uh, where, where that person is not around. So if you're listening to this show today where you have lost someone this year and you're looking, for, you're going into this Christmas season thinking that my husband is not no longer around i will be celebrating christmas for the first time without without him or my wife is not around or a child is not around uh you know i'd like to say that our heart goes out to you because mm-hmm. this 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 time will be a very very difficult time of year for you and so there there are things that you can do to cope in the midst of that as well and so one of the things that we, we 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 talk about in in our workshop is to to keep the memory of the person alive. So instead of just uh, ignoring that pain and to pretend as if you are not losing that that person isn't there, you can you can you can keep the the the, the memory of that person alive by having. Even uh, you know around the Christmas tree as you gather to talk about what memories of that person, what that person uh, would have been doing at this time. And I know it might sound like a sad thing to bring up at a Christmas gathering, but if you don't, if you just ignore it and pretend that oh it's all happy and it's all bright lights and we're all having mm-hmm. fun and just ignore that person, then I think it would be uh, it, it would make it harder harder for for you to. To heal, so keeping the memory of the personal lives. Some people would even go to the, the point of the, 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 the step of maybe having a, a stocking uh, that represent uh, a gift for that person, just so that you keep it very, very focused. You don't want to go into denial, a denial state of denying that the person is gone. You want to be make it very clear that yes, uh, we are celebrating Christmas, but our loved one is not here. Mm-hmm. And just to follow up on the grief piece, is there ever a point where someone should be concerned about the grief in the sense, is it that it's lingering or acute or just they can't get beyond that? Is there ever a point where you're concerned about that? Because I think it, it goes without question, sadness is an appropriate response to losing someone so close to you. Absolutely. But is there ever a point where you get concerned? Absolutely. I, I think uh, there, there are times when you can become concerned, but I think it's normal and natural for a person to have uh, a very strong reaction to the Mm -hmm. loss of a loved one, especially in the first year or first two years. And I think uh, tears during that time is quite normal. Periods of feeling uh, what we would call, what some people call depressed feeling, but usually it's it's not that the person is depressed, it's just that the person is grieving. Like, you know, they don't want to socialize or, you know, they, they spend moments when they want to be alone and they're, they're very teary and so forth. That's normal. But I think some of the, the, the signs that we, we look for where we, we would say we're a person has, is not grieving properly and it's resulting in, and it's a, t- a, a a cause for a concern, is when grief turns into depression. Mm. And we did a show some time ago where we talk about the difference between grief and and depression. So so you could go to that podcast to find out more about the differences. But in a nutshell, the major difference between uh, grieving and depression is that grief is focused on the loved one 
that is no longer around whereas depression become focused on the person who is grieving so the thoughts will be my future is I, I, is without hope i i have no hope about the future i will never be able to survive without this person and just a, a lot of negative talk uh self talk about about the the, the person who, who has survived whereas uh, Grieving is different. Grieving focuses on the person is no longer around. That person is missed. So that's one of the major differences. So usually I find that with current grieving, within a year or two, people begin to feel very much uh, uh, in control of their lives, move on to a new reality without the deceased loved one, and they're able to re-engage with life. Another cause of concern is when we find that a person is not able to, 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 to resume activities it's normal to take some time off work but if you find that after a year a person is still in a state where they can't work and they 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 are breaking down still then i think there might be something else going on there besides grieving mm -hmm. so we just talked about how christmas can sometimes be a sad time for people when they're reminded of a lost loved one what are other reasons that cause stress around the holiday time that people may be experiencing I think Christmas is a time when, uh, for some people, it becomes very, very pronounced. Uh, the, the financial problems that they're going through become very, very pronounced. So, they, they, if you're, if you were in a position before, you were able to buy expensive gifts or you were able to do certain things, and you're going through a, a, a stage in your life now where you're not as you, you don't have the finances that you used to have, and you cannot participate in the, in the kind of Christmas rituals that you did before if christmas meant a time when you would buy you know expensive gifts for your for for your loved ones and you would buy not necessarily expensive gift but you would buy gifts for everyone then if you're now facing a, a, a economic or financial challenges and you you're no longer able to do so uh christmas kind of shines a spotlight right on that because you are you are forced to realize that not only that but people that you would give gifts to may have this kind of expectation mm -hmm. i can't wait to get the gift from so and so yes i can't wait to get this you know ipod that i'm going to get from you know or this this expensive you know uh, uh equipment that i would normally get from uh, uncle so-and-so and then they open the gift and they see a pair of Christmas socks because you are <laughs> you, you, you are going through a hard time and so there is this trepidation that people who are going through financial hardship will approach the Christmas season with because they're realizing that I can't give the way that I mm -hmm. used to give and uh, so they can become depressed. So how do you deal with situations like that? I think uh, if, if, if you're listening to this show and you're going through a situation where your financial situation has changed and you are dreading Christmas because you're not able to, to do things the way that you usually do and you're, you're afraid of, expect, you, you're concerned about expectations that others might have of you, I would say the first thing you can do is to don't wait for the 
Christmas morning to spring that surprise where they open the gifts with, you, you, you know, uh, very excited and then suddenly realize, as I said before, it's a pair of socks instead of an iPod. I would say have the conversation with your relatives before. Just mm-hmm. be honest and yeah. say that, you know, this year I won't be able to give a gift to everyone or I won't be able to give gifts at all. Or, you know, I won't be able to give the kind of things mm-hmm. that I gave before. It may be embarrassing for some people, but I think it's much less embarrassing than for people to have this expectation mm-hmm. of what they're expecting from you and not to get that. So I would uh, would, would say it, it's necessary to grieve what you have lost, to grieve the financial situation that you're now in, but not just grieve it. Accept it as a new reality. It might be a current and temporal reality, but there will be the need to embrace that because, as I said before, like with people who have lost loved ones, if you're going through a financial stage of your life where you're, you don't have the financial means, then you, you, you need to face that reality deal with it accept Mm -hmm. it and just do what you can Mm -hmm. uh, with what you have yeah and resist that urge to go into enormous amounts of debt yes to meet other people's expectations because then that's just that burden you're going to be carrying well after the holiday season. And the stress season. and the anxiety of knowing that in January or February you're going to have to pay that credit card that is going to come in that, mm-hmm. you know, is based on uh, a lifestyle that you just could not mm-hmm. afford. Another thing, I was just thinking back to a show we did recently talking about toxic people and especially toxic people in things like social gatherings. For me, I think that's one of the things with Christmas for some people can be really stressful is we're put in these social situations um, and we're expected to perform and do all this stuff. But sometimes, for me at least, sometimes you just want to be alone. (laughs) Can you go into a little bit more about that piece and how that leads to some people feeling a bit low around the holidays? Yes, I I think it's kind of interesting when we talk about toxic people and the show that we did on dealing with with toxic people toxic individuals and uh, you know we talked about the conflict king for example the person who is constantly creating conflict Christmas can be that time when you know that that person is going to be there and you know it may be uncle so and so or maybe it's a it's a a mother or you know uh, an in-law that you know you, you, you dread seeing and so there is this anxiety that is building up where you have to be there and you know that the, the conflict that you have had year after year is going to is going to unfold at Christmas time so for people like those uh, who are in situations like those they can be very very stressed leading up to Christmas and so it, it it's important and we, we talked about how to deal with it in the show when we did uh, on dealing with, with, with toxic individuals we, it's it's going to be very very important to prepare ahead of time uh, for what is likely to unfold. So if there is likely to be comments about the way you cut your vegetables or the way your house looks, you know, or the the way you organize your furniture, and you know that this is going to happen, I think it's better to be proactive and to come to some decisions in your mind as to what are you going to do when those when those uh, those comments are made, when you're made to feel, you're tempted to, to, to feel insecure and small about yourself, insignificant about yourself, then I, I would say, think about it beforehand. What, how am I going to deal with it? Am I going to react? Is there something I'm going to say 
in the midst of that gathering or I think a better approach as we said in the show would be again to be proactive mm -hmm. deal with it ahead of time talk with the person say what you like what you didn't like about the last Christmas and see if you can come to some understanding as to as to what will work for both of you mm -hmm. I know there are people who are conflict adverse so even the thought of doing this is very very stressful if it involves a, a mother-in-law or for example or a father-in-law and you are the other spouse and you are dreading this because you know that you're going to be putting this for embarrassing situation that you hate and you're not looking forward to it I would say have a, a talk with your spouse about this mm -hmm. and have have the the, 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 the spouse whose who's biological relative it is do the talking with that individual about what it is that he or she doesn't like if you if if you don't feel comfortable about doing this yourself. As a matter of fact, it might be better to have your husband talk to his mother than to have than for you to be the one to to mm -hmm talk about those difficulties yeah we really want to avoid the screaming over the turkey <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> holiday <laughs> events this year yes so so far we've talked about um the loss of loved ones causing people to feel uh down at christmas time the issues around financial stressors and sometimes the issues that come up when we're put in these social situations what are some other reasons people uh feel depressed or um like they would like to avoid christmas well, I think I think too. We 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 see where people, when when it's it's Christmas time, they are facing in situations where a lot of times they're being compared to others, right? There are gifts, and we know who give the bigger gifts uh, in some circles. We we know we are going to 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 meet our very successful. Yeah, all relative. the family members are coming and their kids are all dressed nice and they right. sit nicely at the table and th don't throw the peas and <laughs> your kids got carrots up their nose and yes, the socks yes. that mismatch. <laughs> right. Or their kids are, you know, the A students where, you know, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they have no bad habits and they're perfect. They, you know, have all the, all the table manners and they never say a bad word and they, you know, they, they just have everything uh, perfect in that family. And so you're going to meet them. And right away there is this there is this dread because it's making you feel like a failure in your life because you're going to now be placed in a situation where there is this inevitable uh, comparison that you begin begin to make so if if you're going to be in this situation i, I think again acceptance is is it's a key because uh, there's always going to be people better and worse off than yourself and i think it's very important to come to a place where you accept what your life is accept what it is that you you, you don't have accept the failures in your life mm -hmm. and it, it doesn't do any good for you to stress yourself over what others may have going for them so if you come to a place of acceptance where you say okay these are my kids i love my kids they mm -hmm. might not be perfect they have habit but they're just as good as any other kid and i thank god for them and i think uh, after we talk, talked in the show last week about a gratitude list uh, as a one of the way of overcoming uh, negative negative states or, or unhappiness so think of what you, you can be grateful for in your kids think about what you can be grateful for in your circumstances and uh, I, 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 I'm certain that even the family that appear to be perfect and have it all together if you were to inspect their lives uh, very 
in, in a very detailed way if you were able to you would find that it's not as rosy and as shiny as people make it make it out to be they are mm-hmm. they have issues too yeah. they might just have different issues than you and your mm-hmm. family have. or they're really good at hiding it yeah, are they, are they, are they are very good at hiding it you didn't see them in the car before they showed up absolutely. for dinner absolutely yes i think another thing with christmas for me as well like it's one of those times where you're tired there's a lot of emotional build up to christmas there's a lot of stuff to do if you're it's getting those deadlines at work before you go on a holiday so sometimes i feel like you get around the christmas tree and there's a sense of oh absolutely we're here yes yes we survived sort of absolutely and, and do you find that goes into how people feel low absolutely i think it's 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 this time of the year when a lot of people have so much on their plate yeah you know, there's you, 65 you, christmas parties going on you, that you need to bake cookies for absolutely <laughs> or you have 50 relatives coming over i know the have, house isn't clean and the laundry's for. not done absolutely and so you have to be running around scrambling to make your house mm-hmm. look presentable and to take all the socks off the floor and to get your kids not to you know to put their socks back after you have cleaned it because they could walk your relatives could walk through the door at any time Mm -hmm. so you're you're sort of just running around scrambling and then you have to cook and you have to make sure that the the table is laid out properly and of course on so and so might be very critical if the the knives and the forks are not organized in a a certain way (laughs) so So there there is a lot of stress that 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 goes with that so again if, if you're in that situation where you realize that you're 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 very stressed and you're running around and you you are taking on too much i would say uh stop and think about what you're doing and see if there might be a different there are some things that maybe you could cut out if there is a way that maybe you could celebrate christmas instead of you having to do all of this is mm-hmm. there a way maybe some people could bring some things instead of you having to do all all of the cooking yourself maybe there's a, what i'm saying maybe there are solutions mm-hmm. to the stress that you're feeling yeah and i think it's we've talked about this in other shows too i always think of the word boundaries that comes up sometimes maybe you don't have to cook for every bake sale or if you if you're offered vacation at work, take the vacation. Absolutely, give yourself a yes, break. Yes, give yourself a break and, and 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 get some rest. Get some days off before the big activity or the big event of the relatives coming over. Don't uh, you know force yourself to work right up until the last day if you can get time off and then have to deal with that additional stress. So if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Radio Show. I'm your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, and our website is elimcounselingministry.com. E-L-I-M as in man, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. You can also call us at 613-699-1677, and you can interact with us about this show or any show that you have listened to uh, by, by going to the, the social media sites on our website, uh, on our Facebook. You can you can, uh, con- you can you can be linked to our Facebook or our Twitter page by going to our website. And there are tons of useful information on our Facebook page and our website that you can find help on a number of different different topics. So I uh, thank you again for listening. And with me in studio, if you're wondering who that other voice is with me, it's the one and only Melissa Wagat, who is here again with us today. And she's she's helping us discuss this, this topic of why Christmas may be a time of depression or sadness for many. 
so we just finished talking about um, us being tired and the need for people to try their best to conserve their energy around the holidays. Um, another thing... I've had people come to me and talk about their childhood experiences around Christmas. And for many of us, I think we've been blessed and we've grown up in homes where Christmas is positive. We have loved ones around a tree. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. it's a really happy time. But there's a lot of people out there that for them, they they unfortunately didn't grow up in homes where Christmas was happy. Maybe there was fights around the tree or people weren't around the tree that loved them. And so for them, Christmas doesn't have the joyous memories that for mm-hmm. many of us we've come to associate with the holidays. And do you see, so with that, do you see this impact how people view Christmas absolutely, as adults? Absolutely, because I have people, uh, it's very common actually, where you know there are people that I would see that say that they, they dread Christmas. Mm-hmm. They, they dread that time of the year because with that time comes back memories. And there are people who associate Christmas with the smell of alcohol because as a child, uh, they, they would remember uh, that Christmas was this big drink fest where, you know, people would get drunk and then there would be uh, people fighting each other. There would be a lot of chaos as a result of the drinking that goes on at Christmas. Uh, I've had people who have talked about relatives getting in fistfights, you know, uh, uh, at Christmas time because they would drink to a a stage where they would become drunk and then they, they you know they would lose control or people getting drunk and then saying very very hurtful things to others and so for those people who have had that kind of childhood experiences with Christmas Christmas served as a trigger because they're going into Christmas and just a thought brings back these these visceral feelings the, the these these uh, internal feelings of of what Christmas was like as a child. And in previous shows, we have talked about how past memories are stored. The feelings from past memories are stored in the amygdala of the brains, uh, the, the, the emotion center of the brain, where when something happens in the present that is remotely similar to what has happened in the past, it triggers those those past feelings. So for a number of people, uh, for a lot of people, they go into Christmas with a kind of sadness because the season is triggering for them bad childhood mm-hmm. memories. So what advice would you give to them if if they're being triggered Christmas when they think about it they just go into it with dread what what tips would you give for them well for someone who is going through triggers like that I I think it would be very very important to get to get professional help because that would mean that you 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 haven't dealt with those pain that those emotional wounds from your past and the fact that you're still being triggered after so many years suggests that there are things there that you need to be able to sit with a trained therapist who knows how to 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 work on those past events with you in such a way that you can become healed and not be triggered by them in the way that you you are so for for people who are experiencing those situations i would say that it, it's best to, to to go and see a therapist where you you can sit and you can you can talk about what are some of these memories and uh for some people they might not even know why because sometimes these these memories are stored you know in, in the emotional center of our brain but there are no cognitive no, no cognitive details that go along with it and so it's it's important to 
to know to have a therapist like we, we we are at elim where we can work with what is known as felt memory so if you don't have the actual memory we can work with the felt memory that you're feeling to bring a resolution to what you're you are going through and i see that we are coming today the end of today's show but i'd just like to mention one other thing before we we, we wrap up the show here melissa and I, I think too for many of our listeners today they are going into christmas and they are reminded Christmas is a reminder that they're, this is the first year they have been divorced, mm-hmm. or this is the first year that they, their partner of many years uh, is no longer with them because they have been the, the partner has left them for someone else, or the partner has ended the relationship abruptly. And so you've been listening to the show today, and you're going into Christmas, and you're unhappy because there is this reminder that this person who was there in the past is no longer around. That's another reason why you may be unhappy. But uh, there is help available. I don't have time to go into a lot of the details of how you can deal with that, but there is help available. You you can call us uh, at 613-699-1677, or you can contact us by email by visiting our website at elim, E-L-I, Amazon Man Counseling Ministry, dot com and uh, Melissa unfortunately we have run out of time for today uh, the show has went by has gone by so quickly so thank you again for listening to this edition of the live transformation radio show and Melissa thank you very much for being here once again with us because I I, I think I, I think that, that the way we discuss these issues are much more palatable for a lot of people to to, to, to understand when we have this kind of a dialogue instead of me talking for half an hour. <laughs> so until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Service, thanking you for listening and pray that God would bless you in all your relationships and to keep you sound in mind and pure in heart. God bless you until next time. Mm-hmm.